Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. In this week's episode, I invite you to consider your persistence in pursuing anything. How persistent are you? Or do you give up too quickly at the first signs of difficulty? However, there are times when it makes no sense to keep persisting. As the saying goes, there's no point in flogging a dead horse. One of those classic truisms. I agree with this saying. But there are many situations that are not so clear. And perhaps your horse is not dead, but hibernating. Today's episode of the Charles Coves Show aims to increase your discernment skills, to be able to more successfully choose the issues about which you are unrelentingly persistent, to know when to hold them, to know when to fold them. I hope you enjoy the show. Our format for the show is to focus on today's big idea, firstly. Secondly, to share six resources to help you implement the big idea. Thirdly, a review of key happenings over the past week, or in this case, three weeks, because it's been three weeks since the previous episode, due to some circumstances I'll share with you. And lastly, for newer viewers and listeners, the foundational principles of this show and further details about my background. The regular viewers and listeners get the unique content at the start where they've heard the other material before. So let's go with today's big idea. Persistence is correctly lauded as a wonderful character trait, a wonderful capability, the capability of being able to persist. For many years, Kelvin Coolidge's wonderful quote has inspired me, has governed my behavior. I'll remind you of that quote. Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. What a beautiful quote. I totally agree with that. Persistence, press on. But if you're on a horse and the horse is dead, persistence gets you nowhere. Flogging a dead horse gets you nowhere. If the car you're driving is out of petrol, pressing the accelerator gets you nowhere. If the road has ended, there's no point continuing because there's no road to go on. But how do you decide if your horse is dead? Is it hibernating? I know it's a bad metaphor, but stick with me. How do you know if your horse is dead or whether you now need to get another? I've been persistent in many fields in my life, you know, competing in triathlons for 37 years. 
nine marathons I've run. I've stuck at my speaking and coaching business for over 29 years. I'm persistent. But new opportunities come along. You will have new opportunities come to you. And, and you know, people say, grab the opportunity when it comes. If you don't, you miss out. Should you switch? One of my ways of looking at an opportunity is to ask, did God or the universe, whatever you believe in, send me this opportunity really as an opportunity or as a temptation to see how committed I am to the path that I'm on? How persistent am I on the path that I'm on? Or am I just going to flip-flop from one choice to another, never sticking to anything? The key to deciding whether to get off the horse you're riding whether to change the road you are on is discernment, the art and science of discernment, becoming more discerning. It's the skill of discerning an answer to difficult questions from many clues, many clues that surround you. It's ongoing learning. It's doing some research. It's thinking and it's testing all of these clues against five crucial principles that this show is built on that I've talked about in the past, but that are very relevant in this issue of discernment. And that is purpose, vision, goals, strategies, and values. Your purpose, your vision, your goals, your strategies, your values. You see, if you know what your purpose, vision, goals, strategies, and values are, then you can test the clues against those to then be more discerning and then making a choice, ah, yes, this truly is an opportunity and I'm going to get off the horse that I'm on or the road that I'm on and take this new path or I'm going to change the way that I behave to take the opportunity and continue this horse. This horse is not dead yet or I get a clue to then rejuvenate the horse that I'm on, give the horse some vitamins, give the horse some cannabis supplements, some, some cannabidiol. These principles of discernment apply to your job, to your relationships. Are you, are you persisting in a relationship just because you're scared of getting out of it? It might be dead. The person that you're with might not want to be with you. The job. How do you feel about your job? There are a whole bunch of clues there. The sport you're playing. Is it time to change that sport just because just because you've played golf for many years is a time for the next sport. Just sticking with, I'm persisting, I'm persisting. But you've put your brain into neutral. And one of the issues around the, the persistence role is it's very, it can become very comfortable to be persistent. Persistence around your health regime. Persistence around your entrepreneurial activities. You might be a serial entrepreneur. And perhaps you should persist in certain elements and perhaps you shouldn't. And then you test that against purpose, vision, goals, strategies and values. And then how persistent are you in your habits? Do you start habits and then drop them quickly? Or do you start habits and I'm going to, I'm going to persist and stick with that habit, but it's not doing you any good? Develop this skill of discernment to decide whether you're flogging a dead horse or not. It's a wonderful skill to have. And when you look at the biographies of great people, 
many times in life they have to make these fine distinctions and knowing your purpose, vision, goals, strategies and values will help you make those distinctions. So let's turn to the resources. My song this week is a song of persistence, Eye of the Tiger. It was the famous theme from Rocky and I've done some interesting interesting exercise in terms of courage and persistence around that song. The lyrics are excellent. Rising up, back on the street, did my time, took my chances. Went the distance, now I'm back on my feet, just a man and his will to survive. So many times it happens too fast. You change your passion for glory. Don't lose your grip on the dreams of the past. You must fight just to keep them alive. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight rising up to the challenge of our rival. So listen to that song, listen to the words, print out the lyrics, and then because often in these songs it's hard to, un it's hard to get the lyrics. That's why I print them out and share them with you because you go, oh, yeah, those words are powerful. Many times I've sung songs where I sing the words, I don't even know what they mean. My book, written by a friend of mine some years ago, I don't know if it's available, but, but this genre of book, I'll hold it up for you, Never Give Up by Graham Alford. Like me, he was a solicitor, a lawyer, and he tickled his trust account, went to jail, and he's been a professional speaker for many years in Melbourne. Never give up. You see, that would be one of the areas of, of, of that you are never a dead horse, so you persist in your own determination to never give up. I'm all in favour of that. But then you go, right, I'm never going to give up, but which road do I take? That's where the discernment comes in. My health tip is to be persistent in the processes that you have determined to pursue. Many times people say, I'm going to get on vitamin supplements, and then they stop taking them. They, and I know people who have been had vitamins on auto ship, or like me, coffee on auto ship. I keep persisting in drinking my coffee, Julie. Always keep drinking the coffee. People say, this is what I'm going to do for my health, and they don't persist. Right? So take a look in your discernment skills about this decision. Don't make a decision if you're not going to be able to stick to it because then you beat yourself up. Then you hit your own self-confidence. You, you, you lose your self-confidence. You lose your self-esteem because each step of discipline in being persistent builds your self-esteem. Your, my spiritual tip is to meditate on the areas in life where you need to be persistent. You see, this is a spiritual element, purpose, vision, goals, strategies, but more importantly, most importantly, values. And you meditate on your values and you go, should I be persisting in this space or not? It takes practice to get very good at discernment. My quote, two quotes, I've already shared them with you, but they're very relevant. The Kelvin Coolidge quote, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. And then the quote from The Gambler, the song by Kenny Rogers, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. And since we've been talking about truisms, I thought for a spot of humour today, I would share some uh, other truisms that, that make me laugh. I've got 11 of them for you, 11 short truisms. Never, under any circumstances, take a sleeping pill and a laxative on the same night. 
Next one, don't worry about what people think. They don't do it very often. Next one, going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. Artificial intelligence is no match for natural stupidity. An excellent approach to housework is to sweep the room with a glance. <laughs> uh, Julie's very good at sweeping the room, I must say. Next one, for every action, there is an equal and opposite government program. <laughs> Opportunities always look bigger going than coming. How relevant to what we've been talking about on opportunities. Do you, is an opportunity come along as a temptation or as a true opportunity? Opportunities are always look bigger going than coming. Junk is something you've kept for years and throw away three weeks before you need it. There's always one more imbecile than you counted on. Experience is a wonderful thing. It enables you to recognise a mistake when you make it again. And lastly, by the time you can make ends meet, they move the ends. So, truisms indeed. And we slavishly adopt truisms without discernment. They might not be relevant. So I hope those six resources help you in, in understanding ways to improve your discernment so that you're living the life that you want to live, that when you wake up in the morning, you feel good about yourself. And as you're practicing this discernment, it helps you raise your self-awareness skills, one of the crucial elements of the programs that I run, the Self-Awareness and Passion Program. Please visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. My books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, are available at those websites. Don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube or to the podcast, or to the Rumble channel, so that you get notification about these shows. Now, let's review some key happenings over the past three weeks. And I apologise for not for missing two weeks, but there was good reason for it, because firstly, firstly, it was my mother's 90th birthday. No, big deal, 90. She was the mother as she came to Australia as a refugee and had six children, she came with nothing with her with my dad and she was born in 1932 90 years of age we had a big celebration so i couldn't get around to the show and then the following week i was up in sydney for the hemp health and innovation expo so i drove to sydney from melbourne two days of expo and then drove back big weekend so it was a it was a, it was a most useful expo and ex exhibition and with my work on hemp as some of you know but that's why I missed it. Over the course of the last week, I was also elected as secretary of the, of the Federation of International Hemp Organisations. So there are four executive members, and I'm one of those members on the Global Hemp Organisation. So that also takes a bit of time, another obligation, but it's a crucial element in helping this wonderful hemp industry, the cannabis industry, to grow. Cannabis, mark my words, everybody, in the next five to ten years is going to be an extraordinary game-changing opportunity. Yesterday, Saturday, 26 November, was the Victorian election and, in my view, an unmitigated disaster for this state. The worst premier and the worst government known to mankind, Daniel Andrews, was re-elected by people. Makes me wonder what, what people see in this corrupt, 
criminal premier and government. I simply can't believe it. I, I'm, I'm, but I, I, thus my answer to you would be that the opposition, the Liberal Party, the Conservatives, are hopelessly conflicted, and my prediction will be that that party will split in two because there's that Matthew Guy, the leader, was pathetic in articulating propositions against this Dan Andrews government. I'm appalled. I'm, I'm so... I'm so disappointed in the Liberal Party. I've done a lot of work for the Liberal Party and their lack of commitment to any principles of substance, contrary to true liberalism, is, is most disappointing, comes about because of internal conflict. That's why I predict they're going to split into two. This happens at a federal level too in Australia. And, of course, as I'm recording this show, there is a World Cup going on, and overnight Australia managed to beat Tunisia, which is a big deal in Australia. But the World Cup, hmm, I really wonder about its relevance. Huge, I mean, it's clearly it's, it's one of the biggest sporting events um, in in you know, of all of all time, and large numbers of people love their football. But then to have it all wrecked by all of the woke, political correct nonsense around standing up for equality and diversity and LGB, blah, blah, blah. I reject that nonsense. However, there's where the discernment comes in because, because the sports people who refused to play against South Africa in the 70s played a key role in helping to get rid of apartheid in South Africa. So that was a good thing when sports people took, took an interest in apartheid. And lastly... I hosted one of my three global programs during the week. Um, I hosted one of those events with Archbishop Carlo Vigano with a powerful, powerful speech on spiritual principles that apply to a world with a globalist agenda that I think is disastrous. And Archbishop Vigano's message was very powerful, very relevant, and inspires me to keep focusing on, as one of the key elements, the spiritual elements of our lives and fighting for spiritual principles. And that ties into your values. So if you're new to the show, stick around now for the foundational principles of the show and some more background about me. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'm sure this week's big idea will help you in building and continuing to create the life that is going to fulfill you that will enable you each day to to just embrace this gift that we have that it will help you raise your self-awareness so that you know why you're doing what you do may this week be full of passion full of challenge full of joy thanks for being with us see you next week bye And now, for viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life, as well as the foundational principles of the show, here we are. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired and provoked and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, 
via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. And I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimised. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for the Charles Covest Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. The progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the colour of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, It reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. 
a spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book, a quote, and of course, humour. This show is not politically correct. I have no intention of being politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee. Mmm. My addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.